Good morning, everybody. Shabbos daf ein test. Quick chazav arisu daf ein ches. The Gemara daf ein ches. Malaf explain how the Chum got the shear for an item in order to be chayef for its on Shabbos. The Gemara explained that if you have an item which is used for two different things, for example, wine which is mostly used for drinking, which is also used for refuah, the Gemara says the Rabbanu went faster. The more common usage, the usage of drinking, which was a smaller shear of the cooler. However, if there's an item which is used for both refuah and for something else, if, it's, if an item is used for two things, and the Rabbanu went mechumra, they went after the smaller shear. And the Gemara explained, I said, why the mission say that water we go after the shear which is used for refuah? The hurts. Not normal usage for uses for food, and they weren't explained. And no water was commonly used for an ointment, and therefore it's going to be the Rabbana went after that smaller shear in regards to taking out my. Then the mission on the bottom brought down the shear for other items, for example, ropes and paper. Today, but and today, as a shem, we're going to see the shear that a person is going to be high when he takes out cloth, when he takes out different pieces of parchment. So let's see the heading on the bottom of the fine chesed base. Says the Gemara, Tanur Rabbana, and we're telling us that from the bottom of two dots, Tanur Rabbana, Hamaiti Shtar Chayiv, actually, Peru Chayiv, Misha Peru Potter. Person who has a star chayv, a star which says that someone owes him money. So until if it's not paid up yet, and he's going to be chayv because the lender needs it. He needs the he needs a document to prove that the person didn't pay him up, and he's going to collect with that document. However, misha paro pater. However, once it is used to pay up already, then he's going to be pater because he doesn't need it. And we'll see exactly why he's going to be pater. Why he doesn't need it anymore? Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda says ap misha paro chayv. Rabbi Huda says a chiddush that even after it's paid up already, he's going to be chayv because he still needs it. Says Igmar my benai. What is an afkamina? And Rashi explains my benai normally means what's an afkamina between two shitas. However, over here, my benayim means clever. My book tie. What are they disagreeing about? Meaning, why is Rabbi to hold that even after the star pruer is already paid up, even already after the document is paid up already, he still needs to keep it. He still wants it. So says the Gemara. Amr Beisif says the Gemara. We're going to have three truths. And what the, what the machlekes is? Amr Beisif Beisif says Asher lishay star pruer ikavinai. The machlekes is whether a person's allowed to keep around a star which is already paid up already. Rabbanon Tzavri Asher lishay star pruer. Rabbanon holds Asher to keep a paid document. In your house, and we'll see about the Shemeshach Ksubis because we're afraid that you're going to collect with it again, and that's what that's us, so therefore you have to throw it out, and therefore you're not allowed to use it to use it as a bottle stopper. Rebuta holds that is permitted to keep a document which is already paid up in your house, and therefore the person is going to keep it to use it to stuff up his bottles. So, so that's why Rebuta holds that even if it's already paid up, it has a usage, and therefore you're going to be if you take it out on Shabbos. A buyer or buyer says another tariff. To cool your Everybody agrees that it's going to be usher to keep a shtapura, a document which is already paid up. It's usher for the lender to keep it because we're afraid he's going to collect with it again. And over here, there's another discussion we'll see more in depth in Mishaflis Kubis whether a star which the person who borrowed the money agrees that the star was written. He says that this document was written. However, he did not say that it did not pay it up yet. So it's Machlaikis. Do we say that now that the person, the borrower agreed that it was written, so now he's going to be chayv? Or do you say no? If he did not agree that it was actually paid up already, then you have to be Mekhaim the star with somebody else. You have to have so Tanakama holds that the Tanakama holds that a star that was written, but and the borrower agrees that the star was written, but he does not tell us whether it was paid up or not. Then you need to be mekayimit, meaning we assume that it was already paid up until we have agent that say it wasn't paid up already. holds that a star which is written and the borrower agrees that it was that he wrote the star with him, that he that he agrees that the money was borrowed. Then you do not have to mekayim the star, and we assume he did not pay up, and he has to pay up the loan. Umai and it's explained. And what does the Bryce mean? Meaning, we're taking the words "star shaparu" a little bit out of context. We're not saying that they were pushim shah like we explained before that the document was actually paid or not paid. Rather, explaining that they mean that what it means is whether the levis said I paid up or did not pay. So, according to Tanakama. If the Levis said he did not pay, so then the Allah is that you need to keep the shtar. Or if the Levis said he paid up already, then the Allah is that he is going to 
he not going to need the star anymore because we assume that he paid and therefore the star is used to serve. According to Yehuda, once the once Yehuda holds that once the person says that the star was written, then we don't even make the star. Even if he says he paid up already, the halacha is that he is going to be chayv because once he agrees that the star is written, then if we assume that the star is mekuyim and that the star is a good document until he has, brings a that he paid, we assume he did not pay. And therefore Yehuda holds that even if the person says the borrower says he paid already, we don't believe him, and therefore the person is going to keep the star until he actually pays. So that's why there's a there's a necessity to keep a shtar. Rav Amar Rav says the Kuliyam Lamaidim Shashen Kasei Shasar Lakaim. Rav says that everybody agrees that a shtar which is which the person agrees that was written that he has to makayim it. So v'hacha b'kaisin shavik. This got machlek as well. It's whether we write a receipt or not. Tanakama so Tanakama holds kaisin shavik. Tanakama holds that we write a shaver and therefore we write a receipt. So therefore there's no need to keep the original document anymore. Rav Huda says Rav Huda holds in kaisin shaver we do not write a receipt and therefore there's going to be a reason for the malva for the lender to keep the document because he has to return it. The malva the lender has to return it to the borrower after he pays up ready. So even after the, the borrower pays up, the malva has to give the star back to him. So therefore he has a reason to keep it so that he can return it to the borrower. Says that I'm right to Ravashi and Ravashi says, Ravashi says, Ravashi says, Ravashi says, no, here we're talking about the lender keeping it. We're talking about the borrower keeping it. I'm sorry, we're talking about the, the borrower keeping it. And the reason why the borrower would keep his star perur, the star that he paid up, is because he wants to show other lenders when he wants to borrow more money, he's going to show them that he's, that he's a trustworthy person. And therefore, even after he pays up his chayv, he has a reason to keep the document so he could show other people that he's the type of person who pays up his loans. Says that I'm right to Ark, the mission said that leather in order to make a command. A person who takes out leather, how much does he need in order to be chayv? He said back to him, "Kedus not like our mission said. Or kedei lasis like the mission said beferish that the amount of leather which is necessary in order to make a command, in order to make an amulet." And Rashi explains that the What was the question? Was beferish from Mishnah? So Rashi says, "Mishum debayim So the Rashi explains the reason why he asked him the first question is because really he was coming to ask the second question. However, in order to get himself into the sugya, in order to introduce the second question, so he asked the first. Question. Take a look at the Shla in his Kalya Talmud. He writes a similar thing. He writes that sometimes we'll find the Gemara will do this, and the person will ask a question which is very simple, which is really before Shemishnah, because he's trying to get to the next point. He's trying to ask a Kasha on that, and therefore he's going to ask the first point. And he brings the Taisis and Chulun Davitas and Reis, which has a similar side. So again, this is the normal concept, the normal idea that the Gemara will ask a simple question and then ask another question, which is really the main question he's trying to ask. Other Rishayim learned that there actually was a reason to ask this question. But that is Rashi Pshan the Gemara. So it says the Gemara right there. So then he asked him the question, which really what's going to ask him. Let's say it's before, it was tan, then it was Allah. What is the shear? Amalai said back to him, there's no difference. And say he said back to him, we not turn my there's no difference whether it was actually tanned or not. We learn to the Mishnah. We're going to see the Mishnah later on. The Mishnah is going to tell us in order to be high for those malachas, the shear is the space between the second finger and the third finger when it's stretched out. That's the shear. And the same thing when a person is weaving, the shear is the same type of shear. So you see that there's no difference. We see that you see that the shear is the same before it's woven and after it's woven the shear is exactly the same. So therefore you see that there's no difference between whether Mar is saying the similar idea over here. There's no difference whether it's actually tanned or not. Whether it's going to be tanned. Since it's going to be tanned, therefore we look at it, it's already tanned and therefore the shear is going to be the same amount in order to make a kmei. Says Gemara, let's say you don't plan on being abed at all. Let's say it's a type of leather which you're not going to tan at all. There's no difference. So now it says Gemara, but it asks the Gemara, Rav asked 
Nachman, we're going, we're going to go with the Ritva's first shot. So now, your time, there's no difference whether it was actually tanned or not tanned, meaning there's no difference between the two stages. I mean, we should say, Lechair, that before it's tanned, a person would take out more of a shear because it's less chashev, meaning after it's tanned, we assume that it's already, it's more processed, so we should need less of a shear. It's more chashev, but before it's tanned, it should require a bigger shear. And it's going to be a raya, we're going to have three kashas where we're going to see this idea that there's going to be a difference before the process is done and after the process is done. So said to, he asked him, I might see someone in Shri, and a person takes out dye which is already which is already soaked. The amount in order to be chayav that he would show, he would display to somebody to show, which is a very small amount. And in regards to dyes which were not soaked yet, meaning dyes which are not processed yet, tonight we learned, Klippe guys, and Klippe Yemayim, and the mission over there says that these dyes, before they are actually soaked, you need the amount in order to in order to show in order to a small bag, which the khair is a much bigger shear. So asking the khair, we see there's a difference between before the process is done and after the process is done. And it's the Gemara, we're going to give the same tarot in all three places. Because the tarot says nobody takes out the amount of, nobody's going to soak dye in the amount just to show off to other people, just to display to other people. So therefore, that's why there's going to be a difference over here in this process between whether there's a, the process was done, between whether the, the dyes were soaked or not. So that's why there's going to be a chalikar. When it comes to tan, there's not going to be a difference because a person will tan that amount. However, we ask the Gemara, this is similar, Kasha, but in regards to seeds, we find that you take out the shear of the seeds less than a Gregor, you're going to be chayv. Rehudah says, Chamisha, Allah is that you have to take out five seeds. However, after we planted the seeds already, we learned that. In order to take out the amount of dirt, which has the amount of seed to plant a tiny cabbage, so you see tiny bit. In order to fertilize a leek, but again, you see that these are tiny shear, much smaller than the original shear. And again, there's a chalik between whether it's actually planted, between whether it's not planted. Because nobody's going to take out one seed in order to plant. So therefore, before you actually planted it, it needs a bigger shear. And but after it's planted, then it needs a smaller shear because it's much more chashim once it's planted. However, in regards to tanning, same thing that the shear is going to be. The be the same side before it was tanned, side after it was tanned, the leather is going to have the same kashiva. It says, Gemara tit. But we have the same kasha, legabe tit, legabe cement, and makamidu legabe. Before you actually mix it, tiny, we learned, we learned that the shear is going to be revealed. We asked, What is dirty water right to be used for? What is it going to be used for? Rabbi explained, the gabe is a tit in order to mix with tit. However, after we, once it's actually mixed in, once the tit is actually ready, tiny, we learned. We learned that if a person takes out the amount of cement to make a picor, which is a much smaller shear. So again, we see that there's a difference between whether the process was done already or not. Answers the Gemara. Answers the Gemara. Same idea that nobody's going to make tin in the first place in order to make the small shear. So therefore, before you actually mix it, it's going to have a bigger shear. Once it's after, once it's actually made, then it's going to require a small shear. However, in regard to leather, the shear is going to be the same because there's no difference. It says the Gemara about your Tashima. Once we start talking about leather, we're going to go through the process of different stages of leather and how much a person, going, how much leather is going, you're going to have to take on order to be chayv. Tashima. There's three different stages in leather. Matzah, v'chifa, v'diftra. The words can go through each stage. Matzah, k'mash, matzah, exactly how it sounds. It's that you didn't mix in salt, you didn't mix in flour, and you didn't mix in gold nut juice. These are the different stages, different things you would add into the leather. And it's actually interesting to restrain him and Pesachim bring a ride from here that matzah should be made without salt at all because Agmar is telling us that the reason why this leather is called matzah is because it's not salted. However, there are 12 years. Again, very interesting, relevant discussion. When we get to Pesachim, 
Says the Gemara, Ukamish Shiri, now the Gemara is going to go through each, what's the, what's the Shir for Matzah, the first stage of leather. Tanu Reb Shmuel Bar Yehuda, Kedei Lach Shepri Mishkalas Katana, in order to cover a small weight. Ukamish, which is that, Amrabai, Revia, Derevia, De Papadisa, a quarter of a quarter of this coin in Papadisa. Chipa, now the second stage of leather is Chipa, what's that? Maliach, it's salted, like Miach, Leaf, it's over, you didn't put flour on it, you didn't make flour in, and you did not put gold on it, you Ukamish, what's the Shir? Kedisam, we learned the Mishnah, Arkadi Lach Shepri that leather in order to make a Kameh. So that's the middle stage. And Diftra is the last stage, the Maliach, the Kamiach, the Ophitz, that Kamiach is the stage where it, you, you mixed in salt, you mixed in flour, but you did not mix in gold, you're so kind of sure what's the shirk, and you look at the to get in order to write a get, which Rashi explains. We're not talking about the 12 lines of a get, which we'll see more about in Sechlis Gitin. It's talking about the main parts of the get, just around with Tarasachadim, Yishma, Yishma, the Oedim, the Iker parts of the get. Says the Gemara, Katani Mias, but we saw, Kadei Latsarpi, Mishkalis Katana, that we saw that the first stage is when you make the, in order to cover the small, the small Oh wait, So ask the Gemara. We see there's a difference between the different stages in the leather. We see that before it's actually ten, the first stage, it's going to be a bigger shear. And says the Gemara, Hassan Over there, we're talking about where it's very moist and it's not even roy. It's not even fitting to be able to be made into leather. It's not even fitting to be able to be tanned, and therefore it's going to have a separate shear. But tonight, ask the about tonight, ask the mission of the Gemara another kasha. We saw this mission before that there's going to be different shear for different items in order to and one of them is Ha'ar, it's Chamisha Chamisha. The leather is going to be 5 by 5 Ma'apit Shisha Shisha. Man is going to be 6 by 6 Bain Lamedish, Bain Lamates. But Tanya, I learned the Brysa on this. Mishnah Habegir Vasak Ba'ar Kishir Latoma. Kachshir Latoma. As the Gemara, the Brysa says that the same shear in order to become Tame, which is 5 by 5 which he said in regards to Tama, is also going to be the shear in regards to Haitzah. So that's more with the steer, because over here we said that the shear is going to be in order to make a Kamea. And in this Mishnah, we said the shear is going to be 5 by 5 Tawachim. And she's the Gemara, no, big court of over there. We're talking about where the leather is going to be. It was boiled leather. And therefore, it's going to have a separate chair because you do not make that leather into kameis. You use that leather for other things. You use that leather to sit on and for beds. And therefore, it's going to have a separate chair. However, our Gemara was talking about, our Mishnah was talking about leather, which is going to be used to make a kameis and used to, be, used to be written on. And that's why it's going to have a different chair. It says, Hey, Gemara Vaiter, cloth. Now we're going to go through the chair of other types of leather cloth. Kadeh to the Mishnah said that cloth, parchment, is in order to be right, the small chair of the Shema. As the Gemara of Raminu, we have a stira, klach veduch, dustes, kdei, lichter vlebmzuzah. As the Gemara, that we see at the Shir is in order to write the Shir vlebmzuzah. And again, let's just quickly clarify the Gemara later on is going to explain this beferish, the difference between klach and duch, dustes. That the klach is going to be what they used to do is that they used to take the outer layer of the animal, the outer layer of the animal's skin, in order to use to write on it. And they would take it, they would cut it off, and then they would split it into two. And the part that was facing the outside of the animal, that was, that's called duch dustes, which is the part which has the hair on it, that is going to be used for certain things to write on. And the cloth is going to be the inner side of the animal, the inner side of those two layers, and they would write on the inner side, which was facing the animal, and that was the cloth. So it says the Gemara, we have a steer over here, we said that's in order to share to write the Parsha Mezuzah, in the Mishnah we said it's the share in order to write Shema, and to the Gemara, my Mezuzah, Mezuzah Shavit No, what is when we said Mezuzah, I meant Mezuzah Shavit which means the, which means the Parsha of Tfilin, says the Gemara, Vakarli, it's Phil Mezuzah, do we actually call Tfilin Mezuzah? I mean, you're telling me that when it says the Licht of La Mezuzah, it's referring to the Parsha, which is the Mezuzah of the Tfilin, the Parsha which is the is it true that we call Tfilin doesn't answer more. And yes, but Tanya will bring a riot like this from the Bryce like this. With Tzuyis Tfilin and Matfilin, in order when this is regards, we saw before that the Rabbanim made Xera that Tfilin are going to be Mikabel Toma. That a person touches Tfilin is going to be Mikabel Toma. So there's a discussion we're not through Tzuyis. It says the Gemara with Tzuyis Tfilin Matfilin Mitamis Tzidai. But if the Tzuyis the Tfilin are connected to Tfilin, then a person touches these straps going to be Mikabel Toma. But the Yatsin Mitamis Tzidai. However, if these straps are not connected, then and you touch the straps, the Lachas are not going to be Mikabel Toma. Rishimon Yehuda, Rishimon and Gabriel Tzuyis Tar Achikim Ketitza. Rishimon Yehuda holds that even if they're actually connected. You're not going. To, you're not going to. Your hands are not going to become tamay unless you touch the parts of the bottom, the part of the leather. And Rabzakim Yishmaya Mertar Achigim Zuzatzmi. 
Mzaka says your you know, hands are going to be tar, unless you actually touch the Mzaka, the actual parshas, the actual cloth of the tefillin. So you see clearly that sometimes we'll call the, the parshas of the tefillin Mzaka. So that's what we said before. Mzaka actually meant the parsha of Krishna, which is the tefillin. Asking more about Mdiktani Seifa, cloth, could they look to the parsha of Tanish of tefillin, Shishma Yisrael? But the Seifa says that cloth, the shear is in order to write the smallest shear, the smallest parsha of the tefillin. The cloud, the ratio of Mzaka, Atma, Skinas. You see that the ratio was talking about something else, I mean, you can't be talking about the same thing. It says the Gemara Hakitani. So this is how we're going to explain it. Klaf v'duchdostes shir and become. What's the shir? Duchdostes gedok to levens. There's a klaf gedok to levens. There's a klaf gedok to So the Gemara answer is no. We have to split it up. Meaning we we by mistake put the two two things together. We assume klaf and duchdostes have the same shir. No, they have two separate shir. First, the Bryce is lifting off the shir of duchdostes, which is the right. The shir of the mitzvah, and then we listen up the shir of klaf, which is like our Mishnah said, the shir of Shema Yisrael. Says the Hegemar and again the shear of the tefillin is going to be a smaller shear, which is the shear of Shema Yisrael, and the shear of Mezuzah, which is Shema Yisrael Mahaya, that is going to be a bigger shear. The Duchtus is going to have a bigger shear. Says the Hegemar Vaiter Amaraf. That Dostosis is like Klaf. And we'll see the Gwar is going to have two interpretations of what this means. So now the Gwar assumes, just like on Klaf, you can write Tfilin. So on Dostosis, you can write the Tfilin. So as the Gemara, the mission says that, that Klaf, you're going to be Chayv when you write this Shear of Tfilin. So as the Gemara, it sounds like Klaf in Dostosis Loi. As the Gemara, it sounds like that you could, oh, you're only allowed to write Tfilin on Klaf, but you're not allowed to write Tfilin on Dostosis because the mission says that Klaf, only Klaf has the Shear of the share of Shema Yisrael, but it sounds like Dukhtosis has a bigger share because you cannot write your tefillin on Dukhtosis and Dukhtosis would require the bigger share of Shema Mahayu, which is the parasha Mezuzah. And says the Gemara, no, le mitzvah, no, really, but yeah, but you're allowed to write the parasha of tefillin on Dukhtosis as well. However, the, and that would be the share of Shema Yisrael. So why, is, why do we say that the share of Dukhtosis is going to be a bigger share? Because the Chathchila, you're supposed to write the tefillin on the on the cloth. So therefore, and you're not the chatzilah supposed to write on dochtosis. And like Rashi explains, the stamma dochalinish mitzvah myalsa of it, and that most people they do the mitzvah, they do the mitzvah chatzilah hilkach loy mitzayin dochtosis letfilin. And therefore, most people do not put away dochtosis for tefillin, and that's what dochtosis is going to require a bigger shear. Says the Gemara Vayter Tashmaba, bring a ride from a bride. Halachah mashi sinat tefillin on the cloth. Mezuzah dochtosis. The bride says that there's a halachah mashi sinat tefillin supposed to be written on the cloth, and mezuzah supposed to be written on dochtosis. Cloth makam basar dochtosis makam sar. And like we explained before, cloth is makam basar, which is the side facing the animal, the side of the leather. Which is facing the animal. I'm sorry, which is facing the inside of the animal. This is the side of the animal. Makam Sarah is facing the outside of the animal, which is the side which has the hair. So as the Gemara we see clearly that only Tfon is supposed to be written on the cloth, but you're not allowed to write Tfon on the Only Mazuz is allowed to be written on the Chlusis. And the Gemara, no limit. So, like we answered before, no, that Allah Chlusis is only coming to tell you that Lechat Chilo, you should write it, that you should write the Parsha of Tfon on the cloth, but the Yavad, you're allowed to write on the Chlusis as well. There's a very interesting discussion, which the Achrena are over here and a few other places. We'll get to Masechus Gitin. We'll see Taisis more about this. Is there an idea? Of the Chachilim B'Diavad in Deraisas, and specifically Lachos Shishina is an interesting discussion. Meaning, do we say that when a Kaddish Baruch tells us to do something, if there's a mitzvah Deraisa, do we say that there's a Chachilim way to do it, or do we say no? A Kaddish Baruch told you to do it, so this is how you're supposed to do it. There's no Chachilim B'Diavad when it comes to Deraisas. So here we see clearly that at least in regards to Lachos Shishina, is there is an in of B'Diavad and the Chachilim. Again, if somebody wants to look, there's a nice piece from Rav Shachter in Eretz on this sugya. He brings down a bunch of rise both ways in this interesting discussion. Says in Tanya, we are fifth lines up from the wide lines. Asking more about Tanya. I, the Bryce says that if you switch, if you switch them around, you write the Tfil and the Tfil and the Mezuzah on the cloth, they're going to be Pasal. So the Chari see clearly that it's not Bidia, that it's a Dimbidia, and you're not allowed to write Tfil on the Tfil and it's thinking more on Mezuzah. No, it's going on Mezuzah, they're not allowed to write Mezuzah on the cloth. However, you could write Tfil on the Tfil. Ask more about Tanya, we learned Shina Mezuzah was that Pasal. No, it says that you're not allowed to switch either one. You're not allowed to write the Tfil on the Tfil. So the Chari see clearly that Tfil is one day Pasal. And it's more now, I divide the Mezuzah. No, it's both going on Mezuzah. 
And Inam had Dukhus Makam Basar. No, that what it was saying was you're not allowed to write the mezuzah on the cloth Makam Basar because on the cloth you're supposed to write it on the inside and you're not allowed to write on Dukhus for Makam Basar because again you're doing it in the wrong place. So that's why really it's both going on mezuzah. And maybe we still could write the Tillon on the, you still allowed to write Tillon on Dukhus with the Abbot. Says more everybody's from Altai Yashin was that tonight. Maybe I'll tell you now it's Machaikas Tanayim. Whether a person is allowed to write Tillon on Dukhus or not is Machaikas Tanayim. The sign we learned in the Bryce, Yashin was that was that possible. If you write the Tillon on the Dukhus or the mezuzah on the cloth, it's, it's possible. So again, you see, it's clear in Machlekes whether you're allowed to write the Tzvon on the Dukhus or not. Papa Amarav, Damar Ketan, Dabey Menashe. Papa said, no, Rav was saying like, Ditan, Dabey Menashe, Ditan, Dabey Menashe, because Dabey Menashe learned. So the, we have a Bryce which says that if you write something on Niyar and Amatlis, it's going to be possible. But if you write on Klaf, Gvil, and Amatlis, then it's going to be Kasher. Again, Gvil is the entire piece, which is normal in the not split up into two, the entire outer outer skin of the animal, which is normally used to write the same Torah. So it says Gemara, Kasamai, what are we talking about that you wrote? Ilay, Mizazah, Mizazah, Klaf, Mikasfinan. It says Gemara, is it referring to, when it says that it's going to be Kasher, you write on Amatlis, what's it referring to? It's referring to Mizazah, but it, are you allowed to write Mizazah on Klaf? Elamai, it's talking about tefillin. And therefore, we see clearly that you're allowed to write on Dukhtostis. Says the Gemara, Utameich, tefillin on Gvil, because Finan, to be right, tefillin on Gvil, only we write Sevet Torah on Gvil. Says Gemara, like Tana, he was Sevet Torah. I was referring to a Sevet Torah. So therefore, we have no raya whether tefillin is allowed to be written on Dukhtostis or not. Because that price which said that Dukhtostis is going to be kosher, that was referring to writing a Sevet Torah. Says Gemara, write the Lehman Sayyale, I'll bring a raya from a price, like Yates by tefillin, Shabbala with Sevet Torah, Shabbala, Enais, Memazazah. The halacha is that a person who has a tefillin or say a Torah which is getting ruined, the halacha is not a turn to mezuzah. The fish aim read the mikdusha chamura, the mikdusha kal, because you're not allowed to go from something which is a higher level mikdusha to something which is a lower level mikdusha. Which we'll learn more about this. Bezvas Hashem, we get the mesachlus megillah that mylo mekedesh mesachlus mesachlus mesachlus. We had already before in regards to the neres chanukah that there's a concept of mylo mekedesh emeridin. So it says the brice a time with the says gemara time with the emeridin. Sounds like from this brice the only reason why you're not allowed to turn it tefillin into a mezuzah is because mylo mekedesh emeridin. How emeridin? But it sounds like if if there wasn't an issue of going down in levels of kedusha, you'd be allowed to write it. Taksiva mice. Now, what do you write on? Lav taksiva doktosis. Elamat. Were we not were we not talking about a case where a person wrote the tefillin only doktosis, and we're saying that you're not allowed to make it into mezuzah? Says more light taksiva klaf. Now we're talking about where you wrote the tefillin on klaf. Says more mezuzah klaf because you know you're allowed to write mezuzah on the klaf in. Yes, Vatanya, we learned in the Brisa, Kasala, Klafa, and Erevam Atlas, two person writes a mezuzah on any one of these things, Alachiz, and he writes it on Klaf or paper, or Matlas is a beged, Alachiz is going to be possible. And I wish Ben Lazar, Mayor, Haya, Kaisala, Klaf, Nish Mishamar. No, Mayor used to write the mezuzah on Klaf because it would be Mishamar, it would guard it, it would last a very long time. So you see clearly that our Tana held like Ramayor, because Ramayor held that's going to mutter to write mezuzah on Klaf. So says the Gemara, Hashadas, Lachi, now you're, once you're telling me this idea that Ramayor holds that's going to mutter to write mezuzah on Klaf, and that you don't have to write mezuzah, on a specific doctor's and now we can go back to the memory which we had from Rav. Rav Nami. So now we go back to the memory of Rav. Rav said that Klaf and Dukhtustis is going to be the same thing. So we thought before that what he was saying was is that Allah is your ladder right fill on Dukhtustis. So now we're saying no. Don't say that Dukhtustis is like Klaf. Let's say that Klaf is like Dukhtustis. Ma Dukhtustis Kaisal Mazaza. Av Klaf Kaisal Mazaza. Just like Dukhtustis, you ladder in Mazaza. So do Klaf, you ladder right in Mazaza. Meaning Rav is not talking about writing Tfilin on Dukhtustis. He was saying that just like you ladder right in Mazaza on Dukhtustis, so too you ladder right in Mazaza on Klaf. Quick as I saw today, the Gemara Lemonaf brought down the shear that a person going to have in order to take a leather. The Gemara said that it's going to be the shear in order to write a command. The Gemara explained that there's no difference whether it was actually 10 or it was not 10. There's not going to be a difference. The Gemara had three cautions. We see this difference between whether it's processed or not processed. The Gemara explained in those cases, a person wouldn't make the item in order to 
we make a very small shear, and that's why it's going to have a small shear before it's made. However, in regards to leather, a person would make that small shear, and therefore it's going to be chayev, no difference whether it's tanned or not tanned. Then we saw the Gemara on the Yamad Beis, went through the different stages of leather, and the Gemara explained that there are the klaf and the chustis, the klaf was the inside of the leather, and the chustis is the outside. And the Gemara explained, the Gemara went through what is going to be motor to write on what. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.